This is the Rich Eisen Show. That dude is winning at life. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Defensively, I see things that really disturb me. Why is it? <laughs> Rush the running back. If he's off to the side, guard him. By the way, I know nothing about football. Today's guests, TBS MLB broadcaster Ron Darling, Brown senior media broadcaster Nathan Zagura, Houston Chronicle NFL columnist John McClain, director and comedian Robert Townsend. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I am your humble host, Rich Eisen. I just took my glasses off as I said that for effect. That's the way I actually describe things to the radio audience. We say hello to our radio audience, coast to coast terrestrially on the Rich Eisen Show radio network or Sirius XM Channel 211, where we follow the Dan Patrick Show on NBC Sports Audio, same as NBC Sports on Peacock. If you want to see us every single day, you can also go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Be a subscriber. Over 310,000 subscribers now. Whoa, Get our videos every day. Yeah, 310. We've been, uh, we've, been, uh, we've been doing very well on that front. We're always appreciative of anybody who takes us in there or our podcast, Cumulus Podcast Network, where our podcast, all three hours, can be gotten every day. Same thing with uh, my pod called Just Getting Started, the continuing series on Voices of the NFL, my latest podcast with Chris Berman, the schlong. It's up there. Woo. It's out there. Later on in the show, <clears throat> later on the show, we'll play a, a little soundbite from that uh, to 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 whet your appetite yeah, on that front. Speak a little. Great chat I had with uh, with Boom a couple weeks ago. So uh, that's all up there. Good to see you over there, Christopher hey, Brockman. How Rich. are you, sir? Great to be seen, man. Mike Del Tufo. How are you, sir? Good, Rich. How you doing today? T.J. Jefferson on the program. What's up, Rich? How are you? Lighting a candle, creating some ambiance ambiance over here. I appreciate you know, it. Um, <laughs> by the way, by the way, by the way. Obvious. You can say it in the French way. You can say ambiance. Ambiance. You know, I, I felt I was going to say it that way. You thought it was too, like, what? Well, you know, ambience? Yeah, like too bougie? What was like, that? Come on, man. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I want people it's to okay. think I was bougie. So, you know. Ambiance. You're creating uh, a mood. I'm creating ambience. a mood. Ambiance. A mood with my, uh, you know, with my By candle. the way, uh, the mood in Cleveland right now, sour. Sour. <laughs> That's the mood in Cleveland right now. It was reported. Uh, by my colleague in the NFL media group, Ian Rappaport. And by the way, NFL Network's coverage of Thursday Night Football. Uh, check it all out tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern time, in advance of the 8-some-odd p.m. kickoff on the TripleCast. Uh, kickoff of week number seven. When uh, when this game came out, Cleveland and Denver, probably one of those higher register games. Like, all right. We'll see what it's like around <laughs> yeah, week seven. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what it's like. Bye. Yeah, no doubt. Okay. This yeah. is a sneaky, huge game All right. tonight. Uh, Arizona and, and, uh, and Green Bay the week after. Right. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tampa Bay and Philly the week before. All right. Yeah. yeah All right. Yeah. Cleveland and Denver. Higher register. Yeah. Uh, not so high register anymore in, in Cleveland, other than like, uh, I think it's going to be all right. Baker Mayfield needs surgery on his non-throwing shoulder after the season, says Ian Rappaport. And uh, it, it's a torn labrum. I'll tell you what, folks, those are the two words you don't want to hear, Ooh. certainly in your throwing shoulder. Maybe. Your non-throwing shoulder, it, it means it's discomfort and it can kind of mess with everything in your head, mess with your confidence, mess with your um, mechanics, everything. The belief is he can deal with it through the season, Ian at Rap Sheet tweeted out, but incurring more damage would make it challenging. And we all saw last week he went in the blue tent after he felt, I mean, his his arms were extended. And you could see, like, that left shoulder, it hit. His arm was extended as J.J. Watt took him down. J.J. Watt That's gets That's like you, the man. last guy you, know you know want to be messing <laughs> yeah. a torn labrum with. 
right? And the stage is set for tonight. I will reiterate what I said yesterday. Stage is set for tonight for the Baker Mayfield haters to have a day (laughs) and have a night. Because Case Keenum is set up to succeed in this game. Rich, what are you talking about? Looks like Odell's not going to play. Jarvis Landry might come off of IR in time to play tonight. Really? Nick Chubb's out. Kareem Hunt's out. They're banged up on the offensive line. What are you talking about set up to succeed tonight? Well, he knows the system. He knows the system. This guy went to the NFC Championship game with the Minnesota Vikings. You know who was the quarterback coach? You know who was the one who was talking to him? The Keenum Whisperer? You know who took over the reins as offensive coordinator in his last two years there? The current head coach of the Cleveland Browns, Kevin Stefanski. They hired Keenum to succeed in a game just like this. And when he does well tonight, guess what everybody's going to say? Oh, Baker couldn't do it. Maybe Keenum should be the guy there. And just, again, ask Minnesota Vikings fans about how terrific Keenum was in that spot. You could ask him. He was great. But he also needed that miracle with Stephon Diggs in order to advance. But I don't even want to slough off how terrific he was. He was terrific. But then that carriage turned back into a pumpkin real fast. The haters are ready to roll tonight about Baker not answering the bell. And look at Keenum. It's coming, and I'm telling you not to take the cheese. But Browns fans are just, they don't even know what to think right now. Three and three, this is supposed to be our year. When's Chubb coming back? Hunt might not be around anymore. The line is banged up. Baker, even before he went out, didn't look all that good. That's because his left shoulder of his body is damn near hanging off of his body. And he's still playing. Put up 42 in Los Angeles. Now, I am opening up my flank here. If Baker winds up not being the guy, and he may wind up not being the guy, all I'm saying is don't take the cheese that Keenum might look too damn good tonight, and this is not the way it looks with Baker Mayfield this year. And that stance is somehow, it appears, made me popular in the state of Ohio for the first time since, hold on, let me check <laughs> let me check in my notes here, uh, forever. <laughs> Some some beef between I've you gotten, and I'm a folk hero to Browns fans right now, man. <laughs> yeah, it appears. Build, they're building yeah. you a statue. You know, the number of times that, you know, my takes on Mayfield and caping for him and saying that Browns fans, that it's kind of set up for you Thursday night, it's not over. You should win this game. The Broncos don't play very well offensively right now. They have lost three in a row. And they're on a short week, and Teddy was questionable. Bridgewater looks like he's going to go tonight. You should beat him up defensively. You've got Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney. This defense is a hell of a lot more healthy than the other side of the ball. I've gotten some tweets from people saying, this guy roots for TTUN. You know what that stands for? That, that team up north. Team up north. I've gotten a lot of tweets of support from people who have X'd out the M in their Twitter address. And I tell those people I see you, I don't need you. (laughs) All right? 
I don't need you. He's just going to fall over over there. Okay. I see what you're saying. I'm just spitting truth of what I believe here. That's all I'm saying. I don't need you. I don't want you. That's college, though, Rich. This is pro. I know. Let's check in with some Browns fan sentiment later on in the show. Your buddy from back in your day on the uh, fantasy football live, live show on Sirius XM, right? You just well, we were on Ustream. Oh, yeah, you were Ustream. streaming. Ustream. Oh, my oh, God. Well, that's how I did my, my show. God. Me and yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I got those links on my MySpace account. <laughs> yeah, Ustream was big. Yeah, we, By the way. Uh, I've I've uh, I've never had a MySpace. You never had MySpace. Oh, oh, Rich? oh man, Rich, MySpace was epic. Well, you, you would have been just, up. Hold on, Rich was just married at the beginning of yeah, MySpace, yeah, so not, not a good no, time. Not yeah, a you good didn't time. need a MySpace. Not a good time to be on no. MySpace. You didn't need Tila Tequila in your top eight. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were just didn't. Dane Cook, <laughs> Tila Tequila. Who yeah. was, who are the other ones? Forbidden. Yeah, yeah, those were the days, Rich. Simpler days. Simpler days. He didn't didn't need those problems. He didn't need those problems. I don't need you. He wouldn't have had any Ohio people in his top nope. eight. Oh, definitely. No. Like, your song, though, your so song would have been Michigan yeah, fight song. Fight song. You know what I mean? Your boy Nathan Segura is going to join us <laughs> later on from the Cleveland Browns uh, daily yeah. show to give us a little bit of sentiment. You know, his first up on our program, our friend John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. Oh, That's always awesome. awesome. uh, yes. Our pleasure. Oh, yes. I was, I was stuck in 405 traffic on the way home, having people in front of me taking their sweet time moving oh. ahead in traffic, even though there were about four car lengths in between, of huh? people and space in between them. So you know what I did? I went around him, and as I went around him, him I, just, no, I just wanted to see what the face <laughs> of stupidity look. looked like, as we <laughs> talked about with Larry David. Stupid, stupid. Re- stupid recognition. <laughs> and so uh, I did uh, get a, my phone buzzed off. I'm stopped in traffic. I took a look. It's a text from Chris Brockman. It's the tweet from John McClain. Yep. And his report, the Texans and Dolphins could have Deshaun Watson deal done this week. And I'm like, okay. um, I will call John McClain immediately. And I did, and I booked him for this program. Because last I checked, Deshaun Watson and the reason why he already isn't gone from Houston. The allegations of sexual assault and the civil charges so they are right now civil charges that have been levied against him and criminal charges that are apparently in front of a grand jury or being investigated by all manner of law enforcement including potentially a reportedly federal like that hasn't been uh, handled Dolphins are going to trade for him in the middle of a season? That means Tua's out? And then there's all sorts of reporting that Tua's out on the way to the Washington football team, which every beat reporter that covers the WFT have gotten from sources, that ain't happening. That's not what's happening. That's not what the WFT is doing. But what are the Texans and Dolphins doing? What's the there there? Could it really be done this week? Because um, that would be something based off of the fact that Tua, who threw for 300 yards in the loss against the Jaguars, he's going to be one held accountable for that. He comes off of his ribs injury. And the two times in which he played, 
in which he's played a full game. They won one, and I know that they got a nice fumble from Damian Harris late, and uh, they should have won the other. But two is the one to be blamed. He did have a, a terrible interception in the game. The guy's still learning. Yeah, he's only having, uh, he's in the same way that I, in the same way that I cape for Baker here. I'm caping for Tua there. The problem with for Tua is the same one that Baker Mayfield is experiencing in Cleveland. And I don't mean that the team kind of doesn't really want him, that they've kept the receipt on his draft night draft card like it appears Miami has done with Tua. Problem is for Baker is he was a top draft class in which not one but two MVP candidates in the 2021 season were drafted in. One's already won an MVP, and the other has already been awarded one of the richest contracts in the history of professional football, and nobody's batting an eye when Josh Allen put his John Hancock on that contract. And everyone's like, well, Baker, when are you going to show up like Allen is for Buffalo, where they're done in the search for the next Jim Kelly? And the way that Lamar has shown up for Baltimore, where the words Joe and Flacco are like, got to dust that one off. <laughs> Same way that Cleveland fans are waiting for Baker to put in performances consistently like that. Everyone in Miami is looking at Tua and saying, okay, uh, we could have had Herbert instead of you. And even though, as Marshall Falk said here, still one of the lines of the week in the history of, of, of our show this week, <laughs> despite Larry David being here yesterday and dropping everything from assumed tape assume and tape everything tape. else, Marshall said that the Ravens' defense turned Justin Herbert into turned Herbert into a bear, which was <laughs> funny. But Justin Herbert's a unicorn, and Miami fans are like, well, well we could have had that. Yeah, he could have had that. But the way things go is don't forget, and I'll just use this as an example, and the same thing with Baker Mayfield as well. Drew Brees, his tenure in San Diego was all kinds of filled with, why aren't you elite? Why aren't you going ahead and winning as many playoff games as, say, you know, another guy from the Big Ten who was drafted in the sixth round is doing for New England? Right? And he's too short. He's too this. He's too that. And Drew Brees will take those two shorts to that, to this, into the Hall of Fame as the first ballot HOFer when it's all said and done. And nobody, when he was in San Diego, thought that. Nobody thought that in San Diego back in the day. So, yeah, I'm saying don't give up on people just yet. Miami is clearly dumb. How do you think Tua is going to walk into this game against Atlanta this week? Holy crap. I mean, I know he's mentally tough and he's tough. Like, how much can one guy take? Honestly. Like, going back to college. I thought, Coach, you came into the locker room after the preseason report that you tried to trade for Deshaun Watson came out and you said, you're our guy. And am I the guy or not? I don't know who you're saying that to. But I'll tell you what, there's a lot of smoke. The question is, is there some fire on this Deshaun Watson right here, right now? And why? 
Usually this stuff is done at the very last minute. November 2nd is the trade deadline. John McClain's coming up. We'll talk to him as well about the Houston Astros now suddenly being one game away from the World Series. An off day after the Astros boat raced the Red Sox last night after a tight game where Chris Sale, it was one nothing at one point, and then Sale all of a sudden, well, see you later. Uh, Chris Sale said he left his hashtag D's nuts out there on the field, <laughs> on the mound, is what he said. Yeah, I mean, the, the, that game I was know. over when they didn't walk Jordan Alvarez, who had just hammered the ball in two previous at-bats. See you later. They could have walked him. It was second and third they, with one out. They walk him. Suddenly, bases loaded. He stood up to double play. Nope, they pitch to him. Laces a double. Two runs in. That's ball game. Right. But, hey, at least the cart works when you're down six. That's good. You just, just get your guy in there. It makes it a 7-1 game. Let's get that cart going. I'm sorry. I can't get through it. Well, your team stinks. My team is definitely not in the playoffs. <laughs> but I'm glad the cart still works. The yeah. wheels work. What are you going to do? And uh, the Braves are now one game away from the World Series after they took care of business last night. Dude, what a game. And you know what? Julio Urias, at least he didn't have that throw day, right? The pitching for the Dodgers is all out of whack. They now have to play their quote-unquote bullpen game today. And it's going to be Max Freed trying to close out the Dodgers tonight in Chavez. Hometown kid. Hometown kid trying to douse the whole Dodger season out. So the Braves pitching is in line. The Dodgers are all over the map. They now need to win three in a row. And Eddie Rosario... And Adam Duvall and all those guys that they picked up late in the season are cha-ching, cashing in. And I'll say this, man. I'll say this. Watching last night with Coop, my 10-year-old and I are sitting there watching this game, and Rosario comes to the plate in his last at-bat, a double shy of the second cycle in the history of postseason baseball. And he laces one to right. <laughs> and the two of us, like, shot up. Because I'm like, we could be watching history yeah, right here. Yeah. I was rooting for the double. And it it was laced to right. And it just kept going. And it leaves the yard. And it's just like, oh, he could have had a cycle. But he instead, he's got a two home run game right. and 12 total bases. Like, that's your consolation prize. That's your, that's your popcorn machine. Right. Thanks for playing. By the way, if that ball is two feet lower, it hits the wall and he gets his double. Oh, <laughs> man. But it's a three-run homer. Braves looking good. They Braves get to close good. it out tonight. Ron Darling, who was in the booth, is going to call us one hour from now. And then Robert Townsend, the director or comedian, I guess, turn director, mm-hmm. whose Hollywood shuffle in the mid-'80s was – one of my favorite movies of all time. Definitely. And he's now directing not one but two episodes of the show Colin in Black and White. And the Colin is Kaepernick. Kaepernick and Ava DuVernay have gotten together to put together uh, a limited series based on Kaepernick's life. And two of the episodes directed by Robert Townsend. And we'll talk with him about 
the limited series based on Colin Kaepernick's life and Hollywood Shuffle, which I think are two opposite poles in the pop culture spectrum. <laughs> so they're my think favorite movie, so we got to talk about Hollywood Shuffle. Though. Sneaking in the movies, and there's a bat in my house, and also Betty, Colin Betty. in black and white. My gosh. Okay, the stage is set. And also for you, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. We'll still bask in the glow of Larry David's oh, appearance here on our show to finish up our number three yesterday. If you missed it, go to our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. He came up with a lot of ideas <laughs> That's one word uh, for, for it, football, yeah. yep. and one of them has stuck with me as being really brilliant and sensible, and it's not the removal of goalposts oh, and removing not? of kicking oh, entirely. Was, no, into the, no. Into so we'll, we'll get in all of that. But when we come back, John McClain, his report on Deshaun Watson being traded to the Dolphins by the end of the week. I got to kick some tires on that. That's next on the Rich Eisen Show here on this busy Thursday. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O-O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the show. Lots to discuss. Also, some great NBA action last night. A double overtime game between um, the Knicks and the Celtics. Lots to discuss here on this program, and we will. Uh, but for the moment, though, the top story of yesterday, I mean, Deshaun Watson is still trending on Twitter because this man put out his report uh, that Deshaun Watson is on the move potentially this week to Miami. And he would know because he's been covering Houston sports ever since 
the snake, Ken Stabler, was studying his playbook uh, by the light of a jukebox. And it's always great to have this man back here on the Rich Eisen Show, certainly when he's got such a newsbreaker going on. Our buddy from the Houston Chronicle, John McLean, is here on the show. How are you, John? Rich, I'm doing great. How are you? Now I'm doing better for talking to you. All right. Um, I saw your tweet. Literally called you within 15 seconds after seeing your tweet saying that Deshaun Watson and the Texans might part ways this week, sending him to Miami. I'll give you the floor in your report, John. Rich, as you know, their talks have been ongoing between the Texans general manager, Nick Casario, and the Dolphins general manager, Chris Greer, for months. They've had a lot of teams that have showed interest, all wanted resolution of the legal issues. They wanted to know what is the status of the NFL and police investigations. Would Roger Goodell suspend him, and you know owner Stephen Ross would want to know that from Goodell before they do the deal. Now, the reason the talks intensified this week could be because we're getting closer to the November 2nd trade deadline, trade deadline, or it could have been because the Dolphins lost to the Jaguars in London. But I'll tell you this, Watson has a no-trade clause. All those other teams that have been interested, he's told them he'll, he will – Give up that no-trade clause if he can go to Miami. People believe one reason Will Fuller, his favorite receiver here after after DeAndre Hopkins was traded, the reason Fuller signed with the Dolphins, he thought that Watson would eventually end up there. There's a lot of moving parts, as you know, Rich, but the bottom line is they've intensified the efforts. Casario's wanted three ones and two twos. I'm pretty sure he'll get the three ones. Don't know if he's come down from the two twos, but uh, they'd like to get it done by the end of the week. And if they don't, they'll get it done before the trading deadline. So that's the, that's the question I was going to tell you is like this week, what, why the this week? You were, were, you're just hearing that, that, um, that there's been some positive talks, that they're close. I mean, because as you know, in the NFL, this is a just after midnight league and midnight again doesn't strike till the first week of November. They, from what I understand, it started on Monday. They intensified the efforts. It's been going on all week. And I'll tell you something. I saw Watson leave the facility yesterday. Uh, I was outside. Now, Watson never moves fast. He's always in slow motion except on the field. And I saw him hurry out to his car and take off, and I thought, well, that's interesting because he's leaving earlier than he usually does. He comes here to work. He works out on his own. He goes to meetings. He lifts weights, does everything he needs to do to be in the best possible shape for when he is traded. If it's during the season, Reggie wants to hit the ground running. If they pull it off this week, the Texans play in Miami on November 7th, <laughs> and I'm excited about watching J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins go against the Texans, that would be even better if Deshaun Watson's first game were against his former team. So, okay, um, lots, to, lots to pick at here. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle, his report that uh, a trade for Deshaun Watson going to Miami could be done as soon as this week. So um, the, the question as to whether Watson would be allowed to play by the NFL, the fact that he's not on the commissioner's exempt list right now, best you can tell, is that because the commissioner knows there's no reason to do it because there's no chance on this green earth that Watson will play for the Texans and Texans won't have him out there because they know he can get hurt and thus ruin any trade that you're talking about right now? Or the fact well, is that if he's traded, that the, the, the commissioner could just tell the Dolphins he's not on the exempt list. I mean, there's so many question marks about his availability should a trade occur. John? Rich, I've told you for months he will never take another snap for the Texans. He would not do it, and they don't want him to. 
If you think about since he issued his trade demand through his people close to Watson back right after last season, you know, that's caused this franchise a lot of trouble because they had a great young quarterback coming off a tremendous season in every statistic, by far the best he played. He did it without Hopkins. He did it without Fuller for the last six games, Randall Cobb for the last five games, Randall Cobb for six, and yet he continued to play great. And so now they got to start over. He wanted to be gone before Nick Casario was hired and David Culley, and then he explained to David Culley early in March that he would hold out, he would never report again. And so that's when they decided to trade him, and eight teams were interested. And then when the legal issues started to pile up, they all withdrew and let the Texans know that uh, if they were interested in trading him for less, they'd take the problem off their hands, and they were not. Nick Casario has stuck to his guns to his point, and I do know this. They would like to trade him. He would like to be traded. And if they don't get it done by November 2nd, then they're going to wait all the way to the draft. Oh, sure. And I don't think they want this continued to fester. Well, then the problem is, is is about the legal issues. What are you hearing locally there? Anything? Nothing. Rich has been quiet. The attorneys have been quiet. Uh, usually it was uh, Tony Busby firing a broadside. Right. Rusty Harden responding. They've been quiet. Don't know if it means anything. And uh, But I do know this, Stephen Ross would not allow the trade to be pulled off if he didn't think Watson were going to be able to play. And the only way he would know that is if uh, he would talk to the commissioner. And remember, Roger Goodell works for him, not vice versa. <laughs> and uh, so I think when he's traded, he'll play. Uh, yeah, I know Roger's worked for a lot of people who has been very disappointed with his rulings, though, John. You know, that's the that's the thing that's so crazy that you would make you, you would think that somebody who's got such a business acumen that his name's all over the business school and my alma mater at Michigan wouldn't make a trade for somebody without knowing for sure concretely his availability. Um, that's what was so surprising about a trade that's going to be done during the season. So if it's not this week, you definitely think it's going to happen before November 2nd. I know you mentioned that it would be done all the way through to the draft, if not, but your, your, sense, of, your sense of this is that it's going to happen. My sense is that uh, Deshaun Watson will be playing for the Miami Dolphins. John McClain here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, on your busy day, the Astros are a game away from making the World Series again. Um, what's your sense of this team, John, and how they are uh, making their way through uh, to a three games to two lead right now in Houston? Rich, for four games, it was worst starting pitching in the playoffs I've ever seen. Couldn't, all the four starters couldn't get to seven innings, and I thought they were done. After the way the Red Sox just obliterated them in the second and third game, I didn't think they would win. Now, all of a sudden, they're hitting again. Promber Valdez had an incredible pitching performance last night. As you can imagine, people here are pumped. And it uh, looks like the – well, I say the Braves beat the Dodgers. They had them down 3-1 to one last year, and the Dodgers responded. But uh, people here didn't think. I don't believe. Once Lance McCullers was ruled out, I don't think people thought they were going to beat the Red Sox and the big bats that they have, but everything has fallen into place. And I think now they will beat them in one of these next two games, and they will move on to the World Series. They showed their resilience last year when they had to win three games in a row to go seven against the Rays, and then they lost that last game 
fell one game short, but they've been very motivated. And I think all the booing and the cheating and the negativity just fuels this franchise led by Carlos Correa, who I believe will be having a new zip code yeah. next year, unfortunately, for the Astros. Yeah, I, I know that. That said, you know, Correa has been remarkable, and I know him, you know, touching his wrist for Correa time is one thing. But the the eighth inning home run in Game Four, down two to one, by Jose Altuve, I think gets lost in the fact of how horrible Laz Diaz was behind home plate in Boston. Certainly on that one two pitch to Castro from Evaldi. But where does Altuve rank? Do you think in the history of Houston sports right now? Certainly, if they pull off this World Series appearance and maybe even the ultimate, John. What do you think? Well, the two most popular players in Astros history are Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio, both of whom are in the Hall of Fame. Altuve's right up there. He came here when the team was awful, suffered through those three consecutive 100-loss seasons, averaging 108 losses during those three seasons. The fans love him. That home run tied him with Derek Jeter, I believe, for the most home runs, hit at clutch time, and he's been Mr. Clutch. And he's not going anywhere. They got him on a favorable contract. Uh, when he was younger, but it's uh, Duluth, Springer, and Correa two years in a row. I thought they could never overcome the Springer loss, and to think about Carlos Correa, who's been here since he you know, was 18, and he was drafted, but they hope a miracle that Jim Crane, the owner, will come up with the money, but every time I see him on base or make a great play in the field, I hear ka-ching, ka-ching. <laughs> That's why he's touching his wrist. He should be touching his back pocket. So, uh, why is Correa going? Why is it? What's it it would point? be money. He said he was insulted by the $20 million a year offer they put out there, 25, and he's tight with Lindor. And Lindor signed that contract, what was it, like $327 million. He's friends with Tatis. He saw the Tatis deal. And Correa right, would be 27 as an unrestricted free agent. It seems like he's been around longer than that. He had injury issues the previous three years. He did some different things about his back, and he's been healthy this season. And one of the things, Rich, that's most disappointing if they lose Correa, he is, I've never seen a better leader. Things he does behind the scenes, I'm told, things he does in the dugout, on the mound, he is a tremendous leader. And I read something yesterday, the Yankees could use a shortstop, <laughs> but, could, but could they sign him considering the fans – those fans would eat up having Carlos Correa as their shortstop. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I know, but I mean, I don't know, I, honestly, I know Steinbrenners are made of money. I, I don't know how much money's left. Judge is going to have to get the contract <clears throat> that Correa wants. That's going to be around the corner. They're already paying Cole um, and Stanton. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, before I let you go, uh, John, uh, let's talk Rockets. They just uh, tipped off their 2021-2022 campaign. What is the what is the expectation level for this team in rebuilding mode right now? They bottomed out last year. They ended up with second pick in the draft, got guard Jalen Green. They're very young. We believe they'll be bad again, and then the rebuild will take take hold next season. It's like the Texans are rebuilding now. I contend, why win another game? Go ahead and try to get the top pick. But uh, And then we saw what happened when the Astros bottomed out. So expectations are not high for the Rockets right now. But if you think about all these young guys, it's like you have your child and you didn't get them somewhere else. They were born here. They're going to stumble and they're going to bumble and you're going to watch them grow. And that's kind of the attitude fans are taking with the Rockets. John McClain, always appreciate uh, connecting with you. Um, Let's talk certainly down the line. It's going to be a 
a wild week. I mean, there's no PR hit, I guess, anymore. Uh, trading Deshaun Watson in a week in which your team's going to go visit J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins. That I guess strike the deal when you can, if they can, right? Rich, thank you very much for having me. As always, always a pleasure. Thank you. John McClain, Houston Chronicle, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I mean, if the if the Dolphins are ready to strike now, I guess you do it now. Um, and okay, so Watson's gone, and then let's go get our our uh, our you know what's handed to us by um, JJ Watt and and DeAndre Hopkins for the only remaining undefeated team in the NFL. I mean, I guess you just rip the Band-Aid off all at once. Doesn't matter. You won't remember it, I guess, if these draft choices turn into somebody. Just go with Davis Mills into Arizona and grist for the Mills. 7-0 and for Arizona. J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins go on their way while Deshaun Watson winds up in Miami. Then to beat the Texans themselves with Deshaun Watson. Wow. I know you don't follow these things, Rich, but the line on that Cardinals-Texans game is almost three touchdowns. Hmm. <laughs> That's a lot. You wouldn't take that, That's right? I am thinking about it. Wow. How can they stop Arizona? Arizona has been unstoppable. They have been unstoppable, and they've been stopping everybody else. As uh, we talked about earlier today, uh, I said the Arizona defense right now is matchup agnostic in fantasy. (laughs) We love it. You like that, right? I like that. Because you like, cause you're a great D- album. And TJ had a great line. It sounds like an Alice in Chains song. I said that. I know, oh, you said that. Yeah, I, come on. Because we're in the Alice in Chains League, and we're in, you know, we're, 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 we're scuffling because our bye week, our bye week, we, we don't have Herbert, Allen, CeeDee Lamb, or Najee Harris. Yeah, like our four best and we're, players. And we we're, we're five and one going against undefeated Jerry Cantrell of Allison Chains. He yeah. is yet to lose a fantasy game this year. Yeah, we're, us two are kind of running away with so it. So right we're now. we're kind of, you know, scrambling to find somebody. And you're like, who do we drop? And you drop the Steelers defense because we have the Arizona defense. And I'm like, that defense is matchup agnostic, even against Green Bay right now. <laughs> they're going to come for you. They're going to try and they're going to pick you off. Like, they're going to do something. Matchup agnostic. It is. My team is toxic. <laughs> Go for it. See, that's the My team it. is toxic. Go for it, man. Matchup agnostic. Okay, we get the point. <laughs> I got a flannel shirt. You need it? So, um,. <laughs> I had, up, I, had, I had quite a moment. Uh, I, I had a quite a moment uh, with uh, my youngest son last night, Coop. I already told you that I was watching a game. Birds yep. and bees. Um, Whoa! I don't even DJ. know. Is his microphone on? <laughs> He's no. ten. No. Uh, my ten-year-old, um, and um, I, 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 I think I need your guys' help okay. in, in oh, what, what, uh, what to say and what Uh-oh. to do. Now, normally, I would not turn to you in this instance. <laughs> well, my but son's it, not ten. No, I know that, yeah. it, so, but it, it's it's. You know. He means it just generally. Life no, I, again, it, all right. We'll take a break and I'll, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I'll unburden myself That's in this regard and take uh, more of your phone calls next on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show at eight four four two zero four Rich. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... 
your partners. Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed this is the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. So last night, watching uh, Braves and Dodgers with Coop, my 10-year-old. He's done with his homework. We did the uh, uh, NBA basketball fantasy draft that he... Uh, That's with his friends? Well, he haunches, he does it with his brother. Oh, his brother, okay. Um, his cousins, uh, Lee... Eisen, Sam, and Jack Schuster. Okay, he does it with his buddy up, Eli from camp. Um, Nick, okay. Nick, uh, Nick Shep from camp. Ten he, team he or run, twelve uh, team? Ten team. Ten team. And his buddy Max from school, and then one of his friends couldn't do it. Okay, um, so we we auto drafted for uh, Tate Tater, um, uh, Kara, Kara's oh, yeah, yeah. son. Yeah, where was he at? Uh, he could. He was at football practice. Got it. But anyway, we're doing all this. Zan had the first pick, and he chose um, uh, Jokic. Joker number one. He, went, he crowdsourced it with his friends too. And they were all like, "Take, take Joker," yeah, and he was number one on the ESPN list. He took. Oh, he's pretty. Yeah, he's, got it. He was number one. Interesting. Um, so we did all that. Okay. We're done with the draft. He got uh, Coop got Tatum. So he renamed his team Tatum Tots. <laughs> By the way, that's a great name. Uh, and and uh, Zan Zan got Clint Capella. So his team's name is Ah Capella. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's, that's good. That might Zan be loves the Pitch Perfect movies, <laughs> I mean, so it's right it's right on brand. All of it. Pretty clever. That's yeah, pretty yeah, good. Uh, Eli, his buddy Eli, drafted. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he drafted him. He named it. Uh, uh, here's my number. McCollum me later. Oh wow! <laughs> How about that? Clever. How about that? Right. Who got McCollum Lamelo? Do you remember? Zan got Lamelo. Oh. I know. I know he's so excited. Two years in a row. Oh, yeah, he wow. started with Jokic and then got Lamelo on the on the way back. On the way back. Oh, wow. he lasted what? He, he lasted twenty. Yeah, wow. he did. At any rate, the point of this is, is I'm sitting there with Coop, and we're watching the Dodgers and the Braves, and you know, um, and it pops up on my phone, the um, shot. Who hit the shot to send it to overtime last night? Uh, Mark Smart. Mark Smart. Right. Oh yeah. In the garden. 
And it was crazy. That double overtime was game was crazy insane. Game. And what then to start overtime, game. like they didn't miss a three. It was just bang, 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 bang. And if the Celtics and the Knicks are both going to just have matchups like that, that's that's good awesome. stuff. That's good stuff. That's the stuff of my childhood. Good for everybody. And I, you know, and so you know, Randall with a huge night, Fournier who had nothing but bagels for Boston last year, and then the land of bagels dropped 32 on the Celtics. He was yeah. terrific, too. Bill Simmons had a great tweet. Fournier continues to kill the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Brown. And by the way, Jalen Brown Ball coming out. off of COVID, Yo, and he, he said that his night? heart was coming through his chest. I, I cannot imagine coming off of COVID yep. with symptoms and recovering and having your legs and your breath and your brain and your body, I mean, my God. Oh, that, what he did 46 last night, was incredible. we're going to talk about for a long time. I know. It was awesome. So, Coop says, Dad, looks like the Knicks are going to be good, really good again. Uh-oh. And I said, yeah, I, I sure it, looks that way. I know where this is going. And he <laughs> says to me, so... That's your team, right? The Knicks. Oh, yeah. Conundrum? And I said, yeah. "Yeah, I grew up loving them, Coop. Like that arena, Madison Square Garden, there's nothing like it. And and so he says to me, so maybe we can go there and, you know, you'll root for the Knicks. At which point I am stopped in my tracks. And you said, I said, (laughs) sure. Billy Joel and a Nick game, Rich. It's in. Come on. Yeah, but Mike. Mike, come on. He says you're rooting for the Knicks. Got to go. And we could go to a game, right? And I can't bring myself to tell him the reason why I cannot root for the Knicks will not root for the Knicks, find myself conflicted, wanting to still root for the Knicks, seeing the garden the way that it is lit. Garden was you know, David Aldridge, night, the great DA, <laughs> the great DA <laughs> tweeted been... out something along the lines of seeing the garden the way it was and how lit it was and what, what have you. And he's like, now imagine it's the Eastern Conference Finals. One coach is Phil Jackson. The other one is Pat Riley. One team has Michael Jordan. The other team has Patrick Ewing. That was incredible. And if it can get back to that, that's what I'm getting goosebumps even just talking about it. And I could not tell my son all of that because I don't want to fill his head with the garbage that this is. And I thought for a split second, do I possibly let it go? Oh, (sighs) Whoa. Honestly, like, here's a 10-year-old asking me these questions, and how do I tell a 10-year-old I'm taking a principal stand over and and, and have to teach him the words schmohawk and schmecky (laughs) and and what it's like to to sit there and and not back up the history of a team and let Charles Oakley get ejected and how the way that I have said what I have said, that this man is – I can't put it past him – having my photograph, being one of the members of the media not allowed in the building. Not letting Spike Lee in. I mean, honestly, as you know, I don't inflate my sense of self here at all, but I don't know. I mean, who knows what he would do. That 
You're also teaching Coop to hold grudges, grudges which is like, important. I'm, I'm seriously yeah. bringing this subject up here. Brockman, yeah. You said that's important? That, yeah. That's that important he, to hold grudges? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm with Brockman. Yeah, I don't absolutely. know if that's important, man. I don't know if that's something, something you want. like this? I don't know. Like is this. I could not. My answer to him was, sure. You know, I mean. Uh, super like high when register. Are, like, when are we going to? Well, he, my son has not been taught the the beauty and of nuance register. of higher register just yet. Also, when are you going to be in New York? I don't go know. Go to a game? But like, I brushed it aside. Like, we'll deal with it another day. I, I could not sit there. I'm like, well, let me tell you, Coop, about just a story about a guy who was uh, hit a triple uh, by being born on third base and has a silver spoon in his mouth and a styrofoam coffee cup in his hand and let one of the greatest players in the history of the Knicks get dragged out of an arena and didn't lift a finger. Let me tell you that story. I, you know what I mean? Like, what? How do I tell a ten-year-old that story? But Rich, on the on the same, and that's what I thought to myself: Do I just let it go? Tell about Kevin. On the same note, though, yard. what you're doing is you are taking no. that out on Julius Randle and Evan Fournier and and well, our no, buddy Ben still, Lyons' favorite still, player, R.J. Barry. Yeah, you're making ben, the no. pay. By the way, I'm you're not, making the sons pay for the sins of the father by like not rooting for the Knicks. Excuse me, I'm not taking anything out on those guys, and they have more than enough head in sand still going to the Nick games fans that are rooting like hell for them. They don't need my voice. They feel loved in that city. Big time. Rich, you have a big, big voice, time. Bro. Big time. But Coop's a Celtics fan. So he is. like, you know. He is. Yeah. You could just come with us. Oh, please. <laughs> He's offering. Please. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather us. I'd rather root for the Clippers out here and take them to a game and say this team is worthy of your fan. That's too. cool too. We'll take them to Clippers next. Then. That way you're not really going to the garden. There you're you staying go. in town and therefore Coop well, might who, end up Who's going to look after him after I get dragged out of the arena and sent to jail? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Bomber's not going to do Bomber that. Bomber will do you. Hey, like Reggie that. Jackson, Bomber. could you look after my son? Bomber will. I do love your Bomber. game, Reg. <laughs> Ty, Ty Lue will put Coop right on the bench, bro. <laughs> he might get a few that was, minutes. That happened know. last night. Hour number two coming up here on the show.